It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. Pastor Jack King, I am your host, and as always, I'm excited to be with you on a Sunday morning here on 94.1, Wave 94 on Sunday mornings where we talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We just talk about the church and what God is doing in his glorious kingdom. This is show number 1060 today. We do have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always Speak well of one another. And uh, I've been hearing some uh, commercials on uh, the radio, and I've been curious about it. So I just got on the phone, and I called uh, Miss Kimberly Ross over to Abbey Funeral Home. And I said, can you come on the show and tell us what this is all about? And so we have Miss Kimberly on the radio with us today. Kimberly, welcome to the show. Thank you, Pastor. And she's brought with us. Christina, and uh, okay, it's um, om, om, okay, om. not not u, om. Christina, yes. om, and she is an intern helping out there at the Abbey Funeral Home. So yes. first of all, Kimberly, Abbey Funeral Home. Most people in Tallahassee would know about it, but maybe there's some folks who don't. Who are you? What do you do? Of course, we know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're Abbey Funeral Home in Tallahassee Memory Gardens. Um, we are a funeral home and cemetery. We're what's called a combination. Um, and we you you don't have to use our funeral home to use our cemetery, but we would hope that you would. Um but we just, you know, service the community here in Tallahassee uh, and uh, surrounding area, Georgia. We do take in some Georgia people. Um, and what else would you like to know? Well, how long have you been? I have actually been there for 10 years. Okay. Um, and and, and what, what brought you to this particular position in life? Uh, well, I actually started in the business when I was 16 uh, over in Panama City, okay. um, and then uh, did some other odds and end jobs throughout my life, but I always came back to this mm-hmm. because for me, um, there was nothing better than helping people during the darkest time, and most one of the reasons that I'm here in Tallahassee is because my mom needed some help. She is actually the general manager there at Abbey, and she's getting older, and so she needed some help. And so I made the decision to leave the Tampa area and come to Tallahassee. Okay, so has your mom been involved in this, doing this for a long, long time? Yes, okay. my mom's been in it uh, about 44 years. So is that what brought you into it at age 16? Uh, no, actually, no. I'm the one who brought her into it. Oh, yes. we got a story. Yes. Hey, we love stories here. Yes. How, how did this happen? Um, she was working retail in Panama City, and of course, you know, that doesn't pay a lot. Um, and so I was living at an apartment complex, and I met a girl in the laundromat, and she said that her dad was looking for some sales help. So I said, okay. She's like, would you like to meet him? I said, sure. 
And so I went and met him and then found out what he did. And I said, well, I'll give my mom your card and see if she's interested. And so she took his card and she called him and the rest is history. And at, yep. at that time, this is before or after at the age of 16, you'd worked in the funeral home before. Uh, this was before. Before. Um, I actually started in the cemetery over in Panama City folding flags okay. because my mom would do a program every year um, called Parade of Flags. And so, yes, folding hundreds and hundreds of flags. Okay, now, why was your mom doing this program? Uh, for veterans, uh, okay. for Memorial Day, and I do believe... They did it for Veterans Day as well. Okay, now all of this is before she became a funeral director. She's not actually, she's never been a funeral director. Ah. Uh, She has always been more on the cemetery side. Okay. Um, But the opportunity came about for her um, when the owner of Abby asked her to step in and take over. Okay, so take over both? Yes, she runs both, and then we also have um, a combination unit in um, Mississippi, uh, Moss Point, uh, and then we have a standalone funeral home in Moss Point. So your mother is the director. Of operations. But she's not a funeral director. She's not a funeral director. Because, see, I learned this from Christina. (laughs) (laughs) There's training to be a funeral director. Yes, there is. Right, yes. Christina? Yes, a lot tell, of training. Uh, in the microphone now, tell us a about that. A lot of training. Um, tell so, us about it. Uh, I went to Gupton Jones uh, up in Atlanta uh, for training. Um, <laughs> okay. And um, a lot of uh, clinical work and everything like that. Then my internship for one year, and I'm doing that with... Uh, Rocky Zell, who's our funeral director at Abbey Funeral Home. Okay. So, so and this is your life calling. You 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 want to be in this business? Yes, I hope yeah. so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so 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 you're teaching us some things here because most people don't know these things. So your mother, she's she's not quite a funeral director. No. She she's over the charge of business and operation and yes, all that sort of thing. Because, I mean, I'm a pastor. And so I've been involved. I've done lots of funerals. <laughs> it just kind of goes with the territory. And I've done them here. I've done them in Georgia. I've done them in Kentucky. And uh, you meet these people who are in this business. And it's a very important business. And, and what you do is important. And because you are a, a, you're a bridge in a lot of ways. And, and you're helping people to, to deal with the grief. You're helping them to deal with the, the nuts and bolts of things that but well, you, you don't really want to be thinking about these things. And a lot of people don't pre-plan, don't pre-prepare. But they should. Yeah, and, and uh, no doubt, no doubt. But nevertheless, this is a reality. Yes. And so you're stepping in and you're helping that family to be able to process all these things, walk them through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So Abbey Funeral Home here in Tallahassee. But you have launched on a program to help our vets and and is it always vets no it's active military as well um so there's really three programs that we do um but covid kind of tainted 
you know, being able to do it to full capacity. Um, So the first one I'll talk about is um, stockings for soldiers. That usually starts up at the end of September, 1st of October. And what we do is we supply the Christmas stockings. The community of Tallahassee comes by the funeral home, picks up a stocking, fills it, and then returns it by a certain date. And then we take care of the shipping, Um, to a deployed unit overseas we also donate stockings to vet village and then we also donate um, to a uh, it's a the 344th engineer army corps Uh, they have a military ball every december and so we donate um, usually about 60 or 70 stockings to them now, who is the passion behind this in your organization? Um, I would say it's probably me um, because my grandfather was uh, in the Army during World War II. Uh, my dad is uh, retired Air Force over 20 years. And so I know what it's like um, not to have your dad around, mm-hmm. not to be able to go with him. The the families really do, um, they sacrifice as well as the actual person that's in the military. Um, so when they're away from home, we just want them to know that they're not forgotten, that we are thinking about them and very grateful um, for everything that they're doing and and the sacrifices that they're making. So, so you are what they call a, a military brat. Yes, sir. Okay. And I'm, I'm going back to your mother folding these flags or putting these flags in the cemetery. Yes. And, uh, now, was that something that she just said, I'm going to go do this, or was this something that people were already doing and she joined in and helped? It, it was, um, I'm not really sure where that came from. I know it was called the Parade of Flags, and there were, uh, on certain military holidays, Memorial Day, um, Veterans Day, the whole cemetery would be lined with flags. Mm-hmm. And, and Somebody um, has to do that. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And, you, and you wonder... Who does that? Yes. <laughs> I know in, in Jefferson County, I've just noticed this, on the holidays, the 4th mm-hmm. of July, Veterans Day, like that, there'll be flags all up and down, Tram Road, up and down, uh, US 27. And I've seen them out there in their little four-wheeler people doing this. And I said, who's, who's doing this? Mm-hmm. Somebody has a passion, and they care about vets. <laughs> and in this case, this is you. But again, so your grandfather was military, your father was military, and so this that you do, you have an understanding of what military is all about. Yes. Now, did you come up with the idea, or is this like a national movement? Or? This is actually a program. Um, the gentleman that started it, his name is Mark Davis, and um, it's called Veterans and Family Memorial Care. And he's actually out of, I believe, the West Palm area. Okay. Uh, or the Fort Lauderdale area. And when he explained the program to us, I was like, well, that's a no-brainer for me. I would definitely want to do that. So how did you all make contact with him? Um, He actually reached out to us. um, And then we kind of listened. And I, over the years, uh, since 2016, since we've been doing it, have kind of like, you you 
you learn quickly through the years, you know, how to make things better and make it run more efficient, I guess. When you when we first did it, I felt I don't know, it it, it I don't feel like it went that well. Um we did maybe the first year, I don't know, 100 and 25 but, but stockings. That's understandable. Sure. And, and I say this all the time. One of my sayings here on the talk show, I said, well, how do you launch a dream? I said, well, you put one foot in front of the other. You won't be, you won't be everything when you first start. Yes. But when you do it, you get better, like you're yes. saying. Okay. So how many years has it been now? Since 2016. Really? Yes. We've been doing well, it. I'm, I'm behind the eight ball here. I'm just now hearing about this. <laughs> I know. Well, that could be because maybe my advertising wasn't as good. Um, I've kind of learned a lot, too, because I do all of our advertising. So I've kind of learned what works for us and what doesn't and what people listen to and, you know, what gets their attention. Well, if you're if you want to reach vets, Mm -hmm. uh, you do a lot of 100.7. Yes. Which is a uh, kind of a political talk. Yes. And if you want to reach veterans, yes, <laughs> that's a good place to go. Yes. Now, here is a good place to be okay. because I've always supported veterans. And like I said, I've been doing this show for 20 years. And uh, uh, I always, on the 4th of July, I have a special show for the 4th of July. I, I do a special show for the Veterans Day, uh, Memorial Day. And, and, you know, I've had veterans on the show. We, you know, I, in other words, I'm very pro mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because i i am one and i understand the you know what veterans are all about so uh like i say you've come to a good place here mm-hmm. because i know the people who listen to me mm-hmm. are veterans a lot of veterans because i hear from them from time to time so and so that's that's good so we're, we're going to help you spread the news here great but that's how i found out about it was 100.7 nice i'm listening to one of the talk shows and i hear you and, and, and i heard you promoting it and then after it was over, you were thanking people. And I think that is very well because it's kind of like the, the old saying, you tell them what you're going to do, then you tell them what you did. And then you say thank you. Yes. And people appreciate that. I, I think that's very, very important. Um, and we always strive to do that with everything that we do. We just wrapped up Operation Valentine. Um, when I found out that the local uh, National Guard unit from Tallahassee was deployed, um, we did try to send stockings to them, but unfortunately they were not in a place where they could receive them. Okay. So once the stockings were over, I was approached by um, a gentleman that had participated in stockings for soldiers and he said why don't we try to do something for the national guard unit that's local our boys and i said you know what i said stockings for soldiers about wore me out but let's do it i said so so you did this on top of the other. Yeah, this this comes right behind stockings for soldiers okay. because you have to allow time to get overseas right. in time for the holiday. So Operation Valentine started, we usually start it like the 1st of January. And, and some people are like, oh gosh, well, you know, I did the stockings, you know. So we try to get elementary schools involved for the Operation Valentine because the soldiers really get a kick out of reading all the Valentine's Day cards they make. Okay. 
They have some creative ones. Um, they're the minds of children are just it's awesome um so we get them involved we try to get churches involved and then of course the community again comes out and so we were able to pull that off this year and send everything over to the middle east to um i think they call them they have a nickname for this unit it's bravo charlie or Something. Okay. Now, you said that our local National Guard is deployed. Yeah, it was in the newspaper, and I remembered that. And then when um, Dennis Hall uh, approached me about it, um, I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I remember hearing that. And so that's when we did try to send the stockings, but we couldn't. So we reached out and we kept trying to get where they were so that we could send yeah, them the I, Operation I'm Valentine. To hear that because I generally hear that when they're going to be deployed. And I, I did not hear yeah. it. So I'm, I'm, yeah. again, I'm behind the eight ball here. Yeah. But Dennis and, would know because yes. <laughs> he was one. Yes, <laughs> so, exactly, yeah, which, I, yeah. which I did not know. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to find out about that, and mm-hmm. uh, because so you sent them the stockings, but they couldn't get them. Right, okay. right. We were going to send them the right. stockings, but when we talked to the local people here at the National Guard, um, they finally got back to us after forever and told us that they were not in a place where they could get mail. Okay. Um, so we said, okay, well. You know, we'll maybe. So maybe they don't want us to know where they're at. Exactly. It could be. I, that I'm, could I'm not be. sure. I'm yes. not sure. So what happened to those stockings? Uh, well, they ended up going, the, the majority, we collected over 700. Okay. So like I said, that village uh, got okay. several, so, so a they, couple hundred. So they went local instead. No, uh, we ended up shipping to an Air Force unit over in Qatar. I see. Uh, okay. I have a, a he's a friend now, but um, he reached out to me. He's a teacher at Deer Lake Middle School. His name is Travis Lightfoot, and they kind of do something each year for the active military like we do because okay. he, uh, I believe he is a Afghanistan veteran. Um, and so he wanted to know if we could partner this year. And I said, sure. Okay. And so we partnered up with uh, Deer Lake Middle School with him and his children. And so, yeah, it was great. So some of them went there. To Qatar. Okay. And yes. then some of them went to Vet Village. Vet Village and then to the uh, okay. Army Engineer okay. Corps. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so they, they, were, they were used. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now... The Valentine's thing. Mm-hmm. Is it different? Because you, you mentioned, the, are, are you actually sending Valentine's? Um, like the, the, the vet, the, the Christmas thing is more of a stocking with items in it. Yes. Now, what we ended up doing for Operation Valentine this year, because it was our local guys, um, we wanted to send them what we could. So we kind of did... Um, like containers, uh, Tupperware containers that were filled with items. And uh, we found out how many were actually in the unit. There were 96, but they were split into two locations. So we got all that information and we packed the boxes. And then, of course, uh, 
you know, on top of everything, we we put like uh, I don't know glitter and hearts and the homemade <laughs> valentines and you know just yeah. made it tried to make it very valentiney okay. so they would now did i miss something here who who did they go to the valentines uh all of them went to uh the local uh national guard unit that's deployed okay so, but, so we found them by this time yes okay. yes we found them okay. and uh, uh like i said they split them into two locations so like 20 something went to one location and then the rest of them went to the other location okay, okay. Okay. But they all went to the local guys from Tallahassee. Right. Now, I'm going back to the gentleman who started this. He said he lives in Tampa, right? Yeah. Uh, I believe it's down around the West Palm okay. area. Mm-hmm. And now, he's been doing this for a while, I would, I would assume. Or is this kind of something fairly new? No, he's been doing it for a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so he has reached out to other uh, funeral homes like yourself well he only allows one funeral home per county okay but but he's got other counties yes absolutely so is he all over the country so he's overseeing this whole thing yes it's probably something that he's done in his retirement i would just guess I, okay yeah maybe so but but in other words so every now and then he picks up the phone and says well i'm gonna reach out to a new funeral home somewhere and so he's calling around, and maybe some of the other ones said, oh, I don't think that's what we do. I mean, it's, it's fine. I mean, but when you heard it, you heard, oh, that seems to fit for me. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and so, but then you had to convince your mom, because she's, uh, she's want to make the decision, right? Yes, um, it wasn't. Uh, I didn't have to really twist her arm because too much. Because she was married to a vet. Correct. And her father. <laughs> Well, there you go. Yes. There you go. But still, it's a commitment. And then, then you have an owner, right? Yes. So it had to go to him. It did. Yeah. And he was all for it. Okay. So his, his wife is actually a, a veteran. Okay. So, so now. She flew helicopters. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so we're on board. You say to this gentleman, we're on board. Mm-hmm. We're ready to do this. Mm-hmm. But uh, did you know that there was going to be a financial commitment to this? Absolutely. Okay. And everybody's cool with this. Everybody's good with Cause, it. Because I asked you that question before we went on the air, I think, or maybe we were even on the air, I'm not sure, about, you know, who pays for all this. Mm-hmm. And and you told me that out of the operating, or the I guess, advertising budget mm-hmm. of the Abbey Funeral Home and Gardens, yes, you are covering a lot of this. Yes. Okay. We, we cover the shipping costs. The shipping? Well, that's, that's a, I'm sure that's a pretty good chunk. <laughs> it, it is, um, but... You know, we feel that it's worth it, yeah. and I don't know. I'm just very grateful for everything that that the military does and is doing. And um, you know, pretty much, I know a lot of people feel that way, and we just, like I said, being away from home, making the sacrifices of leaving your family and defending our country. Um, it's for us, it's, it's very little, mm-hmm. uh, as far as money goes. But it shows your commitment. Yes. And, and, and I, th- I think that speaks to all of us. That, yes. That you're willing to put your, your, your finances in something that you're, you're asking other people to be involved in. Yes. Because you're asking people to help you with the stockings and that sort of thing. Are there other expenses besides the shipping that, that people could help out? Um, well, you know, you have to get the containers, the boxes, and 
it takes time to like like this year um i was i had had a, a surgical procedure done so i couldn't do any heavy lifting uh, or anything like that, which is where Christina comes uh, in. I was wondering what she yes. would be do doing. the grunt work. Yeah. You're, you're the grunt. Yes. <laughs> I could not have done it, nor Operation Valentine, without Christina. Okay. So. Now, is she the only intern that you have? Uh, well, we actually have another one. Okay. Uh, she actually, I believe, just got her license. Okay. Um, but she is just a funeral director. Um she just meets with families. Okay. She doesn't do the dual. Um, dual meaning what? Um, I also embalm. So, oh, yeah. wow. It's the arts yeah. and science section. And that's part of what you're learning yes. in, in yes. your schooling. Mm-hmm. So, so when you finish your internship and you actually go in, what will you be at that point? Will you be a funeral director? or Funeral director and embalmer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. She can do it all. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's huge. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm really good at stuffing stockings. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked her this before we went on there, but Christina, what is it that would make you want to be in this business? I've just always had an interest in it, and uh, I went to school for psychology, and I wanted to do grief counseling, and then it just kind of led here. Right. Well, if you're doing grief counseling, you're, doing, you're going to be doing a lot of it in, in the profession <laughs> that you've chosen. And of course, you probably know this as well as I do. That there's there's sad funerals, and then there's not so sad funerals. Mm-hmm. And of course, when you have somebody who's had an unexpected death, uh, those are the hardest because uh, nobody's expecting this. Mm-mm. And and yeah, and uh, you know, and again, as a pastor, I'm I'm somewhat familiar with with these type of things. And so, but now, you as a funeral director, I mean. How does that work? Somebody comes into your office for the first time, and they're just sometimes just beyond being able to be consoled. I'm just trying to make a hard, difficult time just a little easier, and that's all I can do, um, and that's what I try to do. Right, right. Well, it's 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 a tough job. <laughs> it is, and uh, uh, as a pastor, I've been called to homes in the middle of the morning, the situation something gets developed and totally unexpected. You're wondering how am I going to approach this as I walk through this door? You know, do am I do I smile? Do I not smile? I mean, all of those things that you you ask yourself because you don't want to be you don't want to people think well you don't care, but then again you don't want to add grief by by being too serious. I mean, it's just it's a every yeah. family is different mm-hmm. yes. and every family has different needs. And you just try to, you know, meet with them, kind of get a sense uh, of what their needs are, and kind of go from there. Sure, sure. But uh, you want to you want to do what's right. Yes. But sometimes it's hard to know exactly yes. what what right exactly is as as you approach mm-hmm. it. So now you're doing something for the community and for our veterans. That's, to me, it goes above and beyond to say, hey, we we appreciate you and for what you mm-hmm. do and uh, uh, say this to, to veterans. Because most people, unless you personally, either you've been a veteran or you know somebody and you're close to them, don't really always fully understand what being a veteran is really all about. Right. And, and uh, especially if you are deployed someplace 
that's kind of isolated. Um, see, I didn't experience that. I was on an aircraft carrier, mm-hmm. and, and that has its own isolation. Yes. But but to go to places like when the ones that were in Iraq or Afghanistan, especially during the war. Yeah, especially if you see combat. Oh. You know, goodness. then you come back psychologically, you know, scarred and right, right. things like that. So, you know, we do also try to do another program for the veterans. Um, people, I don't think, realize that there's a lot of homeless veterans. Oh, yes. Um, and so it's called Sweaters for Veterans, and it's usually done around um, Veterans Day. And we try to collect uh, new uh, or gently, I say this gently, uh, worn <laughs> right. uh, jackets and sweaters and gloves and hats. Uh, and also, uh, if the local... Uh, they're like the Big Bend Homeless Coalition for Veterans, we always try to check with them about you know their food pantry, um, and and we'll try to collect food uh, to help stock the pantry. Um, but like I said, COVID kind of did everything in for a little bit, so we started trying to get back you know doing the programs and doing them. Uh, so now you are doing these as a part of your business. Um, we actually do it now. When you say a part of our business, what I'm talking about you're 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 doing the uh, Valentine's Day, you're doing the Christmas things. It's, it's a part of your business. I mean, your your employees are involved in making. Yes, this yes, okay. definitely. So the sweaters are, it's the same way. Yeah, the but community you, but, will bring in right, but, all but kinds you're, of you're things. working with other agencies to help you locate the vets. Um, well, what we do is uh, I, I used to um, uh, there's two organizations again Vet Village um, and then the Big Bend Homeless Coalition for right, veterans. Right, right. Um, because most people would not know. Yes. Where, where do you go find the homeless vets? Where do yes. You, I mean, yeah, there there's some of them are at Lake Allen places like this, but some of them. Yes. And and I was sharing this with uh, Barry Walker, who was my guest last week, and who's who's starting a ministry to he wants to build a farm for veterans but i'm telling him there's a there's a lady here in town who has a a ministry it's called pat's pantry mm-hmm. and she started off actually her ministry started on the radio she called scott beagle at, at faith radio just sharing this because she just gotten fired from her job and she saw a vet uh, well she saw a homeless person she didn't know he was a vet or not and she just felt called to to go help these people and bring them food. Well, she called Scott Beagle on on Faith Radio. He shared with his audience, next thing you know, people are bringing stuff to the radio station for her to distribute. And she's been doing this now for almost 20 years. Wow, that's wonderful. <laughs> and, uh, but she knows where these people are. And she'll, I mean, they're under the bridges. They're in culprit. I mean, they're all, all kinds, of, they're hiding because... Some of these people have been through some pretty traumatic stuff. You talk about combat. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what it would be like to be in combat. And I've got, I guarantee you, we've got people listening right now that have been. And they, they, know, they know what I'm talking about, even though I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just know it has to be traumatic, and I cannot imagine what that would be like. Some people process it. And you've you've known veterans who've been in combat, and they're they're walking around in society. 
functioning. Uh, function. Yes, absolutely. I, I had a, a gentleman in my church who had been in my church for 16 years. He never, never, ever mentioned anything to me about the military. I, I, I assumed he had been. I went to visit him in the hospital one night. It was some kind of procedure. It was late at night. His wife had already gone home. All of a sudden, he just began to start telling me about crossing the Ryan with Patton. <laughs> wow. I had no clue. I had no clue. And that's the way most of them are. Yes. You don't even know. And so they, they've, they've learned how to process it and go on with life, but some of them have not. And so some of them are, like I say, they're under the bridges, they're, they're hiding in the bushes, things like that. And so these organizations you're talking about, they, they've learned how to reach out to them. Mm-hmm. And so you're helping. <laughs> We're trying. Well, I, I, yes. I commend you for Thank what you're you. doing. I think that's a, a wonderful thing. And I'm, well, here's the thing. I'm like you. I, I have served myself. You, you, you haven't served, but I'm talking about your family did. Mm-hmm. I have uh, uncles, <laughs> uh, my father, my, my, my brother. You know, we're, we, we, we have military in our family. And I appreciate what the military does. And they do things that most of us don't have a clue. <laughs> I guarantee you. As such. You are tuned to the uh, Gospel on the Radio talk show. And uh, my guest, Kimberly Ross and Christina Ohm. Ohm. <laughs> and they are from the Abbey Memorial uh, funeral home and gardens. Abbey funeral, funeral home at, and Tallahassee Memory Gardens. Got it. Yep. Got it. And they're talking about doing a wonderful thing for our veterans. And we're going to get back to them in just a moment. But for all of those who listen loyally every weekend, I appreciate you so much. You know, I got to get a little gospel. <laughs> Sing it, brother. Sing it. That's the Skyline Boys here on the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I have such a good time on Sunday mornings, and I appreciate you so much for tuning in. And I want to invite you to church today. I'm the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry. We're located at 720 Capital Circle Northeast, and you've got time. We start at 1105 for our services, so you've got plenty of time to get dressed and come on out and enjoy a time of worship and praise and just a loving church family. So you can check us out on the web, frcm.us. Now, we can, uh, you can find these shows on podcast. It'll be show number 1060. If you want to listen to it again or share it with a friend, you can find it there. Probably be uh, probably Monday before it's going to show up there. It may already be there. I'm not sure. Brother Doug does all that for us. But if you want to check that out, you can do that as well. And also, you don't want to miss the Saturday Night Gospel Sing every uh, Saturday night, 7 o'clock, the best music in the land. (laughs) A full hour of great Southern Gospel music here on 94.1 at 7 o'clock. And then the daily broadcast, 11 o'clock Monday through Friday, is a gospel on the radio broadcast. That brings you up to speed on all of that. Something new, it's time for me to start announcing youth camp. It's going to be here for you. You know it. July 18 through 22, uh, we do it down at the Pickett Lake Camp down near Mayo. And it's for children uh, age 8 through 18. We run two camps side by side. It's part of the Ministry of Christian Youth Ministers International, an organization that I founded about 10 years ago. 
We work with young people in camp. Oh, my goodness. I'm such a believer in youth camp because I've seen hearts change so drastically at youth camp. So we're looking to round up kids, 8 through 18. We'll be telling you more about it as time goes on. But this is just giving you a heads up on all of that. Well, we're talking about veterans and uh, a ministry to vets that's being done through the Abbey Funeral Home and Memory Gardens. How'd I do? A little better. Yeah, a little better. It's Tallahassee Memory Gardens. Tallahassee right, right. Memory so it's, Gardens. So it's yes. Abbey Funeral Home and Tallahassee Memory Gardens. You got it. That's important. Names mm-hmm. are important. It is. <laughs> and uh, this uh, business has been there a lot of years, ever since I've been in Tallahassee. Um, the cemetery started first. Uh, I believe that started in 1954. Really? I believe so. Uh, it was the early 50s. Uh, and then the funeral home was built in 86, I believe. Okay. Okay. And it, it is convenient having it right there next to yes. each other. Uh, <laughs> I've been in the funeral possessions before that <laughs> some of those can be rather harrowing. Yes. <laughs> I, I was involved in one in uh, Santa Rosa County, and the funeral was in Milton, and the burial was over at the Navy or the Federal National Cemetery over near the Navy base. So we actually had to change counties, which means we had to change patrolmen. <laughs> I've never experienced this before. That was a long way to go. And unfortunately, sometimes uh, there have been accidents and stuff like that. So, hey, you're there. And, I, and I've been at, I've done funerals there at, at, at your place. It's very convenient. <laughs> in fact, I always just walk on over to, to, the, to the place there. But you're more than just uh, a funeral home in the aspect that you, you have this heart and compassion for our veterans. You're doing these things where you're getting the stockings. What's in the stockings for Christmas? Um, there's different things. We, of course, do not want any chocolate. Uh, it melt. Could melt. Yeah. Um, but it's things like uh, uh, what a hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. Hand sanitizer, um, soap, uh, toothpaste, toothbrushes, um, books, uh, puzzle books, deck of cards, batteries. Um, gosh. Now, is it actually in a stocking? Mm-hmm. You, you yep, stocking. and we staple them up so everything stays inside. And then uh, you put them in a box? or We yeah. do. Uh, we package in a box. Can't, of course, have it over 75 pounds. Some people are very generous and really like to just put everything in the stocking. So sometimes we have to maybe take a little out and put it in another stocking that's not so full. Right. But are you? Did I get that right? You said it could be up to seventy-five pounds. Yeah, each box. Uh, you can't go over seventy-five pounds. But a seventy-five pound stocking. <laughs> uh, well, stockings in the oh. box. Yes. Oh, it could be more than one. Oh yes, yes, so, yes. Okay. We we usually get about. Uh, I would say per box maybe about twenty. 25. Okay, so you've got 25 stockings in a box. In a box. Because I've, I've got a, I've getting this mental picture of this stocking. I'm thinking of Garfield <laughs> the cat, you know. <laughs> That'd be well, we learned big... the hard way. Um, I would pack the boxes full of stockings, and then when I took it to the post office, it was far beyond 75 pounds. Okay. So we'd have to 
take some out, reap. Right. Yeah, you know, put them in another we box. We always bring yeah. an extra box. Well, you know, almost every ministry that I've had on this show that does this has told me they do the same thing. Because you do. You have to distribute these things out. And uh, and people are understanding. When they give things, they give it. They didn't, they didn't say, well, I give it to this person. They said, give it. And so so you're giving it to people. You're not, it's, not like, it's not like you're taking something out and taking it home with you. It's going somewhere. And so, yeah, it works. <laughs> a lot of people, too, if they don't come and get a stocking, they will just drop off bags of stuff okay. and say, here, put this in the stocking. Okay, now, what's the next project? The next project that we will probably do this year is the Sweaters for Veterans. Okay. And when does that start? That will start probably in mid-October. Okay. Um, it We don't really require as much preparation because um, all of that will go local, um, so there won't be any shipping, so that we won't need, like, you know, the six-week ship right. time. Right. Now, where do people bring the sweaters? Uh, to the funeral home. Okay. Yep. And so you're heading out that way, and you say, oh, I'm going to stop at the Dollar General and buy some sweaters yes. to drop off at the – Yes, or and gloves so, or hats. And so you won't be surprised if somebody comes walking in lugging a big box no, of sweaters. No, and we'll definitely advertise uh, for that. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So if somebody were to bring you some – Tomorrow would that be, or maybe Monday? Would that be too soon? Uh, that would be too soon. Okay, because they got to be stored somewhere. Yes, right. So, yes. so it's everybody just kind of cool your heels for right now. Yes, yes, so yes. Starting about October, how would they? How would they be informed? Um, is it okay to say how I will let them know? Sure. Okay, so there will be a billboard uh, at North Monroe and Interstate Ten. It's a digital billboard. So there will also be a commercial uh, on 100.7 radio, and then there will also be a commercial uh, okay. on Comcast. So you'll know. Yes. You'll know when it's time. Yes. <laughs> and when the, when you start hearing the commercials again, yes. then you know, start get you some sweaters, hats, socks. Yes, definitely uh, socks are yeah. great, too. Okay. And they're going to go local. Here. Yes, they okay. will go local. So you take them out to the Abbey Funeral Home mm-hmm. and just walk in and say, yeah. hey, you got these things from somebody else. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. we got the room over here. Set aside. And and usually we have like a, a, a box set up in the lobby area um, that will, you know, that we put the, the jackets and gloves okay. and things in. Now, is there an agency here in town that's going to be distributing things for you? How do you distribute no, them? No, we'll take them. Um, we'll take them, like I said, to Vet Village and to um, Big Bend Homeless Coalition. Okay, so mm-hmm. those are t- the two agencies. Yeah, that, that gonna... I that I've dealt with. Right. If there's, you know, anyone else that's in need uh, that helps uh, veterans, if they want to contact the funeral home and ask for me, um, we'd be happy to help them out as well. Okay. Now. This uh, getting these things in the boxes and things is now. I know Christina; she's real good at this. She is. She is a pro. But but is is, is does she have enough time? I mean, if she had some help, would it be a problem? Um. Well, I can help her now. It's it's usually Christina and I spearheading okay. and doing. But if it there all. was somebody out here listening, this hey, that just that just lights my torch. I want to go help, and they called you, and and I know you have to vet people. 
Yes, yeah. yes, we do. And then we also have to kind of, you know, with the schedule, if we've got visitations or funerals and things oh, yeah. like that yeah, going that. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I always, whenever I have guests like you are on the show, I always give the radio audience an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Just jump in. Because uh, people who are doing things, they can always use a little help. And so uh, if somebody wanted to just send some a donation to help with this, where would they send it? Just out to, to the funeral? To the funeral home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that a, a P.O. box or that? No, name? sir. Uh, it's Abbey Funeral Home and Tallahassee Memory Gardens, 4037 North Monroe Street, Tallahassee, Florida, Three two three zero three, and I bet there's a website somewhere. Um, Abby FH at Comcast dot net. That's an email. Sorry, <laughs> not that one. It's uh, Abby FH dot com. Okay, that's good to have interns in it. It is. <laughs> what would I do without her? Okay, say it again now. Abby FH dot com. Okay, so you could go to that website and it would tell you where the address is or how if you want to get involved, you can. But it sounds to me like that you are doing a pretty closed-in operation. Because you're right, you do have to work around your primary business yes. that you're doing. So you can't have a whole lot of people hanging around yes. doing things like that. I understand that. Yeah. So, but, again, we're just exploring here because we want to help you any way we can to, because we, we are we are applauding what you're doing. Thank I think you. it's a wonderful thing. And uh, like I said, I heard the, the commercials, and I said, wow, that's unique. I've never heard of a funeral home doing something like that before. But it's a good thing, and that's why I said, well, I need to get those folks to come here on the show and tell us all about it, which you've done a pretty good job of doing today here. Oh, okay. thank you. <laughs> okay. But, uh, okay, so we got three things right now. You're, you're talking about the, the, the Christmas thing where you're getting the stockings together, and then the Valentine's, which you just closed out. Yes, sir. And now you're the coats. The and sweaters the Sweaters, for coats, yes. this sort mm-hmm. of thing that's coming up in the fall. Mm-hmm. Those are the, the, this, as far as a charitable work and things, that keeps you pretty focused, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Okay. But now, when do we start looking toward the stockings again? Well, um, what we always try to do every year is we try to kind of over order with the stockings because they really don't start selling stockings like for us to buy in bulk until. Um, I think it's usually in October, but we like to always try to get a jump and do it, you know, maybe like the end of September, 1st of October, um, but typically they don't start the bulk selling of the stockings until like after Halloween. Really? Yeah. yeah. So we try to overbuy so we have some to start with, and then we buy bulk as we go along. Okay. And so you're asking the public mm-hmm. to fill the stockings yes so you're providing pick them up, pick the, them stockings. Up the empty stocking and how many did you have last year we had over 700 700 mm-hmm. different individuals responded to your appeals well some maybe not quite 700 people some people would do like 10 oh, uh 20 um like mr hall and his people yeah. did a lot but see, this is just amazing to me yes. because you've just put this word out here. You haven't, you haven't, uh, I, well, you did do some television in, through yes. Comcast, but but you're 
your approach has been, been good because you've you've contacted people, and now all of the Wave ninety four people they're going to want to get involved in this next year. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, what would be overwhelming to you if you had if this many? You say, oh, we weren't expecting that. Um, it would be great. It, it's always great to do more each year, which is what we've done. Um, but next year it would be great, you know, if we did maybe a thousand. Okay. So this is, would be third year? Um, we've been doing it since 2016. 2016. Mm-hmm. So that's six years. Mm. Okay. So this year will be seventh year. Coming mm-hmm. And the first year, how many was it? It was like about 125. Wow. Yeah. And, what, and this year it was 800. It was almost yeah. It was over seven hundred. Wow, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's a good increase yep. <laughs> every year. Well, and and again, you know, not to throw in the COVID thing, but it did kind of you know mess things up a little. So yeah. Now, every one of these stockings, what would it cost an individual to fill up one stocking? Um, we encourage everyone to go to Dollar Tree um, okay. because well, everything. Kind of used to be a dollar, but I think it's a dollar twenty-five now. Yeah, I think it's a dollar yeah. quarter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, still still reasonable. Um, so you could fill a stocking for maybe you know six to ten dollars. Okay, well that's not yeah. If somebody said I I budget a hundred bucks, yeah, you could do several stockings yeah. that way. So I even have a lady, um, Linda, that does stockings for dogs for the for the dogs that are in the military. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. She sure does. The little, little doggy bones yep. and treats. Yep. She sure does. <laughs> that's, that's, that is really being thoughtful. Mm-hmm. I would have never, never thought about something like that. But that's that's a need. So, mm-hmm. I mean, so now with the Valentine's, what's, what's, what are we doing here? You're, you're sending cards? Um, a lot of people will do cards. Okay. Uh in fact, I had a lady that uh, this year she made handmade uh, over. Our, uh, I think there was over a hundred of them, and they were just beautiful. Um, but you can make cards. You can. We say Valentine cards and gifts. Okay. And by gifts, it's like you know, like I said, toothbrush, toothpaste, um, uh, hand sanitizer, things like that. They're always in need uh, uh, of anything. So this goes in a box. Mm-hmm. So you're sending sending a box. Yes, like a Tupperware with with a lid. Yeah, and and you actually have an actual Valentine in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and along with some some goodies for the mm-hmm. for the troops or yep. wherever wherever you take yep. them. Okay. A lot of granola bars went out this year. Okay. <laughs> so so again, we're talking about about the same expense. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if you spend a hundred bucks, you could you could fill up several boxes full to go to the vets wherever you send them. Mm-hmm. And I and I noticed that you 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 have a tendency to work toward local. In other mm-hmm. words, if if it's a if it's our uh, National Guard unit, then you want to take care mm-hmm. of them. Or and and I'm always open for if someone in your listening uh, audience has a son a daughter uh, a husband uh, a wife that's deployed oh, wow. that's if they important. would let us yeah. know yeah um you know we would be happy to send to them okay um so that's a that's a whole new uh 
point mm-hmm. <laughs> that we're making here mm-hmm. that we had discussed before. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people, I assure you, yes. in this local area that has military family, friends, wherever. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to, over at the uh, Tallahassee Memorial Hospital, they used to have a, a wall. They would have pictures of uh, the different vets that were there on the wall of, of employees. That was a big wall full of, full of people. And that was just that one particular institution that was displaying their veterans. Well, my goodness, you, you're going to multiply <laughs> across. I think that's a great idea. So radio audience, listen now. If you have a loved one that's in the military, you need to contact the folks at Abbey and tell them, and they will send them a Valentine or a stocking during Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I think that's just wonderful. <laughs> I just do. So make sure you do that. Um, if you have an aunt, uncle, brother, sister, mom, dad, children that's in the military, they want to hear from you, right? Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I just think that's great. I think that's a, a beautiful thing that you're doing. That's such a, Okay, let's wrap it up now. Anything that we've left out? I don't think so, Pastor. I think we've covered it all. Okay. Christina, how long are you going to be doing this intern position? Um, I should finish my internship on the 8th of April. Not that I'm counting off the days, but I'm very <laughs> okay. excited to be done with my internship and start working. And Abby or simply? Yes. Simply, oh, well, hopefully if they'll have me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, you yes, you're a keeper, Christina. Okay, all right. So, so you, you're looking to stay local yes, here in Tallahassee yes. and actually be involved in, in the business there mm-hmm. and such. And then, of course, as time moves on, you may – Go someplace else in management or, or whatever. We'll see. We'll see one day at a time. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing. I'm glad you chose Tallahassee, and I don't know how that came about. Whether did you know the, anybody here or? Uh, no, the furthest north I could go with in-state tuition at the time. <laughs> okay. Well, it's always had good to have a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, had you ever been to Tallahassee before? No. So, I mean, you just said, "Well, I, I just I, moved I, here." So yeah. you just came here and said, "Well, I hope it's good." Yeah. Well, has it been good for you? <laughs> I, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Tallahassee is a, 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 it's a great place. I, I, I tell people that Tallahassee is a, a big little town. It is. We have everything you need, but we're not huge. I, I, I went to a youth conference in uh, Largo down near St. Petersburg over the weekend, and I kept saying, I am so glad I live in Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when it comes to traffic, absolutely. Oh. It was just unbelievable. And I'm going, I know we have traffic in Tallahassee, but it ain't nothing like what I experienced down there. And I said, well, thank the Lord for God called me to live in Tallahassee, Florida, and, and I don't have to deal with that every day. Of course, now I, even, even here, I try to avoid 5 o'clock or the early morning if I can. If I can get out a little later or whatever, try to stay out of all of that, all that mess as such as it is. But anyway. Well, here's the thing. Um, our city is being blessed by what you all are, are doing to, to help our veterans and to be to say, hey, we care. And I think that's the thing that speaks the most to me is that you're saying we care. We care about what you're doing for our country. And you think about uh, men and women who they sacrifice not only to say, well, it's their time and things, but th- if they're involved in a career and, and they're going to serve in the military for three or four years, then they're putting their career on hold. 
and and then you think about these uh, National Guard people who you know, the, 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 they call them the weekend warriors. Yes. But then all of a sudden, everything's got to go on hold. We're being deployed. And I know when they sign up, they know this could happen, but it's always got to be a shock. Hey, this is really happening. And now they're displaced from their family here in Tallahassee, and you're sending these things to say, hey, we're thinking about you here. I just think that just speaks volumes of, of Abby Funeral Home and Memory Gardens of what you're doing. We appreciate you. And we appreciate you that. And I'm glad that you have taken the time to come and sit down with us today and tell us all about it. And so. And thank you for having us. Well, it's been my pleasure. And so, radio audience, just keep in mind if, if October, start getting those sweaters, bring them over to, the, to Abby. Look toward Christmas for the stockings, same thing. And if you have a veteran, they want to hear from you because they're going to send something to your veteran. Super. We always close the broadcast out with prayer. Father God, we're so thankful today for those who care and those who show their caring through their love and through their actions. Father God, we thank you for Abby, Funeral Home, and Memory Gardens, Father, for the work that they're doing. Father God, bless them, Lord. Help them. And Father, we just give you the glory and the praise. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for our city. I pray over this radio audience. God, just put a hedge of protection about each and every one. We pray for our churches and our pastors today, Father God. We pray for America. And Lord God, we pray for peace around the world and the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's been great to have you ladies on the show. Thank you so much. Thank and you. until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.